This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. And this is the PBS NewsHour. We're what your grandma is talking about when she says, I saw this on the news. <laughs> with the midterms less than two weeks away, Republicans appear to be surging with a strong closing message from candidates who have gone from underdogs to stars of the Republican Party. All right, I feel much better now that cultural icon Saturday Night Live is on board with this red wave, which we felt really good. Listen, May, we felt really good about the red wave, and then came uh, the Roe v. Wade decision, and then spent a summer on pins and needles, and I think now that fall has arrived, everybody feeling feeling better that Republicans are on the way to help in the Senate and in the U.S. House of Representatives. I'm feeling great. Good. I feel better now that Saturday Night Live is on. Saturday Night Live was actually... Did you see any of this Saturday night? I did. Uh, so Saturday Night Live, uh, and I get it. Some, I haven't watched it in years. It sucks. It's not funny anymore. It leans too far one way or the other. Uh, I enjoy it most times. It's comedy. I don't care that they pick at the people that I would vote for in most elections. It's comedy. I'm not triggered by it. Uh, and it's hit and miss. Sometimes it's very entertaining. Sometimes it's... Most of the time it's not. <laughs> Sometimes... <laughs> It's not. Well, it's interesting when they profile people, like what they choose to hype up, I think, is my mm-hmm. favorite. And I think I think they got it. Pr- <laughs> it was funny. They're, the cold open was funny. Has anybody, I used, and see, people like Stephen Colbert, by the way, I haven't seen his show on CBS for a couple of reasons. Number one, I just don't stay up that late. And number two, I don't, uh, I, I don't like his politics. But I used to love watching him when he was on Comedy Central. Even though his political affiliation was no different, he did a good job of lampooning. Politics, specifically conservatives, and I consider myself an independent-leaning conservative. I didn't care. It was comedy. Uh, I don't watch him now because I don't need a steady drumbeat of that stuff. Why I suck and why I'm horrible because I voted for Trump and I'm racist because my skin is white. No, I don't need to hear that. But Stephen Colbert has a new show on Comedy Central, but it's animated cartoons. It's, it's the news, but it's animated has anybody seen this or know what it's called? I've never even heard of that. Maybe somebody could look on the Google real quick. Or I could have been prepared and come in knowing what the show is. Are they worried for Hannah's generation that they like won't watch regular news? So they're like, hey, maybe they'll watch SpongeBob news. <laughs> Degeneration Z. <laughs> I like how Brandon sits here and goes, maybe someone will Google it as if he's not talking to me. I don't know. have a computer right in front of you. As if you don't have a computer right in front of you, right? <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Cousin Andy. Tuning out the news. Thank you, Andy. Tuning and I appreciate you getting the hint and researching that. T-O-O-N. Oh. Tune. Tuning out. It's kind of hard news. to not get that hint. <laughs> Subtlety is not your uh, strong suit. If you want to see me get really mad, ask me a question that you could Google. Seriously angry. <laughs> I, you didn't see me Googling. I don't. I don't Google for other people. No, thank you. That's like the real life version of getting a text with nothing but question marks in it from <laughs> Stephanie. Do you know their phone number? Are you kidding me? You texted me that on a phone. Just freaking Google it. Right? I mean, seriously. Uh, well, here's the thing. I get what you're saying because a lot of times I'll ask somebody, do you know offhand the answer to this? Uh, instead of burying myself on a computer looking on Google... I'll ask somebody, do you offhand have it to know this? Well, and Brandon, you and I, our desks are right across from each other. And how many times do you and I ask each other a question and then we immediately say, well, I guess I could just Google it. Yeah. 
what we uh, what we don't. Well, you used to really get on. I used to work with this old news director. He was a young guy, was 10, 15 years ago. His name was Jeff Knox. And I would ask him something. And the guy, he was pretty intelligent, but anytime I'd ask him something, hey, do you know? And he'd go, oh, yeah, I know. And then he would get on the computer. I'm like, well, you don't know. You're just looking it up. You don't know the answer to that okay. question. You can find it. Do you know? It's all you, about using your resources. I really don't know what people did before Google was accessible in your pocket. I mean, it, how did people survive? You just, you've, you've apparently never looked in Brian's files. Right. <laughs> Because Brian has some in-depth files. Yes, Brian, about a court case, you're going to get about a about a three-inch uh, file folder right out of his desk. Or dads just like did that dad thing where they just said the number. They were like 742, and they just said it really confidently, and you couldn't check, and they were most <laughs> likely wrong. Um, but you were just like, okay, that's the answer. Like, <laughs> you're the smartest person, and you just assumed they were right. They weren't. I a lot of misinformation right there. By the way, I had a fact check. They got fat checked. Oh, boy. I did a fact check Friday. Jerry Lee Lewis, there were reports that he was dead. Well, he wasn't. TMZ falsely reported that he was dead. But. But then. <laughs> yikes. Then he died? Then he did die. Oh, oh God. Yeah, I saw those posts start coming out over the weekend, and I was like, oh, these are still left over from, you know, a couple days ago. And then I looked at the timestamp and the date. I was like, oh, no, I think this is the, the real deal. No. Uh, so when your fact check gets fact checked by fact, who and somebody else prominently died uh, over the past couple of days? Oh yeah, the uh, Jules Bass, and he's uh, the co-producer of. He was eighty-seven, and he he produced those like I, they're not Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, and they're not like claymation. They were claymation. I don't Christmas think are they claymation? They're like puppets or something, but they're the ones you Let always see. It. Yeah. It's not really claymation. It doesn't seem it's not like claymation. claymation to me. It might be claymation. Rudolph That's... the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I thought was claymation. Okay, but those I mean, they're iconic. They're always yeah. on TV, so, and so he died. So whenever the, the Christmas specials would come on, you'll see the name Jules Bass. And you see it every year. I don't know how old those things are, John. They were. I'm, I'm guessing they were on the TV even when you were a kid. 1960s for sure, Rudolph. Yeah. 64, yeah. 1964. Google says it's stop motion animation. Oh, okay, stop yeah. motion animation. Okay. From 1964. Oh, and then the, and I didn't know this, but the drummer, speaking of dead people. Uh, <laughs> what a transition. I know. Wow. <laughs> uh, drummer for the dead Kennedys. And I think also did some drum work for the Foo Fighters or something like that. Uh Died. And the only reason I mention is they happen to be from St. Louis. And I guess if you're a big fan of the Dead Kennedys or that kind of punk rock uh, type of music, um, he died too. All right. Where are we? Eight days until the election. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Stephanie Bell, Andy Humphrey is in for Brian Houseworth. There is producer Hannah John Marsh. I am Brandon Rathard. Eight days away from the election. SNL, Saturday Night Live. Uh, did so they did so that's why I'm on board, man. Uh, they're saying the Republicans are gaining in polling for what it's worth is indicating that Saturday Night Live would be accurate. Did a little bit of lampooning uh, on the uh, Dr. Oz. By the way, did you hear what Dr. Oz did to John Fetterman? You know, we talk about the rhetoric and politics and how everybody needs to simmer down a little bit, and not go and stab the spouses of people that are sitting in U.S. Congress right now. Um, should hear what uh, Dr. Oz did <laughs> at a John Fetterman. I haven't heard this. I don't. Yeah, think. it's it's cool. I mean, I don't think he did anything wrong, but.
but it's like, man, that's why I don't play the game. Well, that and I ain't very smart. Uh, but I don't, I don't like the game, man. Uh, SNL lampooning Dr. Oz. Uh, Dr. Oz, you've caught up to your opponent, John Fetterman, recently, surprising many in the media. Yeah, I sure have. Uh, let's remember, I was a long shot, Judy. But I always told myself, you can win this election if you're honest, if you're fair, and if your opponent has a debilitating medical emergency. <laughs> and, oof. Right? <laughs> Uh, and by the way, and Dr. Oz and everybody else who is pointing out accurately the health issues with uh, John Fetterman, I have no issue with that. People say, oh, my God, you're making fun of a hero. No, the guy shouldn't be running for office and people shouldn't be voting for him. You have a health issue like a stroke and you have those things and you put yourself out in the public light. That's what comes comes with it. Uh, I don't know that anybody has been mean in their uh, intent. Uh, in talking about Fetterman and pointing out facts and just like, uh, dude, just shouldn't be running for office. He really shouldn't. And these people behind the scenes that are saying, John, go out here and do this and do this debate and say this. Uh, it's horrible. Uh, it's despicable. Dr. Oz, John Fetterman doing a big fundraiser the other night. So Dr. Oz had his teams. They had uh, big screen TVs <laughs> being pulled on trailers. And they circled where this fundraiser was happening, just playing the, the entire debate on oh. loop. <laughs> so, I mean, it's so like... your reaction, I see that's what I'm... So, oh. <laughs> so what, is it like, that's harsh or, that's, man, that's politics, that's slick. Yeah, it's slick. I mean, political trolling and, like, campaign, you gotta laugh. Like, the, you know, some people, it, it's just part of it. And you put yourself yeah. out there, and, you know, my favorite was, like, all the, and, you know, I think she took it with a good laugh, but, like, when Claire McCaskill was running and they called her Air Claire, and, like, the guy with the um, the lights for the airline, she'd get off her bus and he'd, he'd pop out. You know, they just followed her around and just trolled her and trolled her at That's parades right. and stuff. Um, and, and it ha you know, it's clever. And, you know, like, if you put yourself out there, gonna happen uh we get trolled here all the time oh yeah people are very concerned today <laughs> have we ha we've had some good trolls today as a matter of fact uh yeah stephanie is getting some love on the texture <laughs> uh yeah we're getting we're getting a lot of trolls uh this week um people say we're not talking about covid because because of the millions of dollars that we get from pfizer <laughs> Our uh, most recent <laughs> troll that pops up on a daily basis, uh, he's awfully quiet this morning. Yeah. What's really good is when, and Andy, Andy Humphrey, by the way, he's in for Brian Housworth, hosts a great afternoon sports talk show, KTGR weekday afternoons, big show, four to six. Pretty cool because it's not just sports. I dig that. Um, <clears throat> I forgot what I was going to ask. Where were we? <laughs> We're talking about trolls. Do you want me to Google trolls, what you were going to ask? <laughs> do you get trolled on your show, and how do you handle it? Yeah. Yeah. Once in a while. But we make fun of when we screw up on things. Oh, we All do the time. same thing yeah. here. No, that's, yeah, we, that's we emphasize it. You emphasize it, but, but, but getting trolls, uh, sometimes you just respond with kindness or nothing, or whatever uh, crazy harebrained idea they have, like, well, you're not talking about COVID because you get money from Pfizer. Uh, we just type back, yeah, that's, exact, that's exactly why we're not talking about it, because of the money we get from <laughs> right, Pfizer. Yeah. You're or, right. depending on where the troll comments are taking place, other wake-up family members will have our back and come after the troll as well. 874-9390. As a matter of fact, we should change our segment from listener mailbag 
to like the, the troll troll mailbag, troll mailbag or something. Coming up a little bit later this morning, we're going to be joined by Erin Norman, who actually I love this piece she did. I saw it was actually reprinted in uh, the Drudge Report. It was in the Hill, but her name is Erin Norman. She's with the Lee uh, Family Institute, and she's with the State Policy Network. But she wrote this great piece about people. Uh, being more and more afraid to talk about their political ideations. I'm like, yeah, uh, that's that's right, because uh, it's so crazy out there. You know, we talk about, uh, you know, these people with forked tongues and the insults and the things that happen. Yeah, I could see why some people would be afraid to talk about their, unless you're uh, sitting like at the Columbia Pachyderm meeting on a Friday, you know, and where you know you're in friendly territory. <laughs> Um, I could see that. Also, coming up uh, 725, we're going to be doing What's Hot with Hannah. What do you have for us today, Hannah? Actually, it's on the topic of trolling. Had some local uh, entities trolling each other over the weekend. Oh, and by the way, the Capitol Avenue properties, Jefferson City, those weren't trolled, were they? But there was some talk. The city is is the city is trolling, calling people's bluff. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathard. Seven twenty six. Time for what's hot with Hannah. We've been talking about trolls a lot this morning on the show because Stephanie's getting some love on the texter, <laughs> and we've actually been getting an increased amount of. <laughs> okay, you done listening? Interns. Oh dang, interns! Uh, we've actually been getting an increased amount of trolling lately i don't yeah. know what it is the wake up fan's been a little cranky well one it's a, one's a democrat lawmaker who's begging to come on the show and we've said no because you have nothing interesting to, to tell us so he trolls us on social medias yeah he just comments talking points trying to yeah. get us to argue with him basically but what's great is he's just driving our engagement on our live video feed <laughs> So our views have been really good lately, which is kind of nice. But there was a local police department that had an epic troll over the weekend. And Stephanie, it was actually the Ashland Police Department. Did you see this? I did. And I'm not surprised. They're they're very good. <laughs> so the Ashland Police Department put up a Facebook post over the weekend. And it said, make sure you check your kids' candy this Halloween. Here's a photo from a report we took last year when our victim found the Hallsville, Missouri Police Department in their son's candy bar. And it's a photo of a Hallsville Police Department police badge photoshopped into like a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> so the Ashland Police Department is getting a lot of points from me this week for that troll. Um, of course, I'm from Centralia. Centralia and Hallsville are kind of rivals just because they're you know a 10 minute drive away from each other so i can support a good hallsville troll every now and then is this posted on our facebook page yes it is i'm going to look for it sounds sounds funny that's what's hot with hannah we do that every morning about 725 ish here on 93.9 the eagle and 104.5 news radio 950 um kwos coming up speaking of we continue with the trolling theme I think a whole so we've got a police department that's trolled another police department in what's hot with Anna. We're getting trolled this morning. We've got a Democrat lawmaker Zoe's uh, trolling us on social media, which is fine. We're getting a lot of uh, a lot of not love on our text this morning. How would you how would you best phrase these, Hannah? Um, some critical comments from the Wake Up fan, maybe. Oh, 
which is fine. We And by the way, and people say stuff, we might just stop and take a look at it because we want to understand first. But when people say things, well, like, you're not talking about COVID because of Pfizer. Yeah, that's exactly why. Uh, so, yeah, we're just getting a lot of just, uh, and then this. Are you going to buy a Powerball ticket tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I already <laughs> have one. <laughs> How much is Powerball? Is it like 700 million or Are you billion? asking me something that billion. can be Googled? Billion. Marsh can Martius knows this off the top of his head. It's a billion dollars. Billion dollars is what Fox just said. Billion dollars. I've never Bill, bought Brian a- says billion with a B. This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Still out there going through the motions. <laughs> Bing bong, come on, lady, let's go. <laughs> Halloween doorbells, candy, let's pick it up in there. <laughs> come to the door, they always ask you those same stupid questions. What are you supposed to be? I'm supposed to be done by now. You want to move it along with the Three Musketeers? I got 18 houses on this block, sweetheart. Jerry Seinfeld. Weather tonight should be... So I know it kind of looks dumpy right now. We do have some sporadic drizzle. That should be done like by 10, 11 o'clock this morning. Partly sunny, 66. Trick-or-treat time when the sun goes down. Temps right about um, 60 degrees. Hope everybody's excited. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Be careful. Drive slow. Make sure your kids are wearing reflecting all that stuff that makes Halloween not fun. Winter coat, <laughs> reflective stripes on your on your outfits. You know, I heard something this weekend that I hadn't heard before, but it sounded familiar. In St. Louis, did you have to tell a joke to get a piece of candy? Yeah. Yeah, you had to you had to earn that free candy. You not just trick or treat. No, so you do the trick. Yeah, trick or a treat. You had to do a trick like a stupid human trick, uh, or you'd yeah, or you'd have to uh, tell a joke. I yeah. heard that. That's I think that's fun. I would like yeah. that if someone showed up and told me like a silly Halloween joke. Yeah, that was uh, man. That was enacted as a law in like the seventies mm-hmm. on. <laughs> It was never a law, but it was a it was a thing. Is that not a thing in St. Louis County? Right, (laughs) because in St. Louis County, a little bit more conservative, they said, you know, you can't just be giving out stuff for free. Uh, Earn it, and so St. Louis County said, yeah, you got to do a stupid human trick or tell a joke. And then my next question was, well, can you just tell the same joke at every house? And they were like, you could try, but then your friends would start like giving you, you know, grief of like not being original. So you had to have a couple. Uh, it was has this was this a thing in your day? No, really? I didn't, we didn't tell jokes. Is this a regional thing? Seriously, let us know eight seven four ninety three ninety eight seven four ninety three ninety. I thought that was a universal. Um, yeah, that was one of those the smart ass dad on the block. Yeah, trick, trick or treat, trick. Yeah. Hannah, when you were trick or treating, did you have to earn? Mm, not that I can remember. Yeah, you had to have a joke, or as, as a matter of fact. So I had a trick and a joke and my stupid human trick. Uh, I took a toothpick and I could <laughs> I could put the toothpick in my mouth and between like my tongue and my lip and I could push the toothpick up into my nostril. Gross. <laughs> you know, it my makes nostril sense. Dance. It makes sense actually. All right, let's move forward. There's John Marsh. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween to you, too. Uh, producer Hannah is here. Hang on, I got to go get a toothpick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I get the camera on her. 
I'll do Not it. Not on me. <laughs> I ain't doing it. me a toothpick, man. I'll do it. Uh, Stephanie Bell, who is, uh, she's uh, dressed as uh, Maverick uh, today, sporting the uh, uh, flight suit, which you can see if you get onto our YouTube channel. You can watch the show, behind the scenes stuff. It's pretty cool. I'm not dressed as Maverick. I'm dressed as, like, the second lady, the Admiral's daughter. Because, you know, the lady from the first movie apparently didn't look so good. Kelly McGillis? Yeah. <laughs> and didn't so she age didn't, well. She didn't get asked back. <laughs> so this weekend people are like, which one are you? I'm like, oh, I'm the hot one, the second one that, you know, that aged better than the other one. I forgot their names. Uh, it looks uh, it looks good on you. Uh, we were talking about, as a matter of fact, maybe we'll do this coming up like at 750 before, uh, right before 8 o'clock. You know, we do the listener mailbag from time to time. I think we should do one this morning, but focus only on people are hating on us this morning. I'm like, man, what did we do? And you, and it's fine. As a matter of fact, from time to time here on the show, we'll say, well, what is it that... Uh, we'll, it's like Festivus, going back to Seinfeld. Remember the Seinfeld episode, the Festivus episode, Festivus is uh, where you air grievances. And from time to time, we'll tell people, go ahead and air your grievances about the show here at, by sending us a text at 874-9390. And you're always free to do that. It's a little, and, and we do, we really do appreciate it because we read what you're saying. We're like, oh, okay, you know, there might be something to that. You might be right. But when you're sending them unsolicited... <laughs> It makes me wonder, like, what happened today? All of a sudden, nobody likes us. We're getting trolled, and people are saying mean things. They're not mean. I mean, people are people are offended that I might vote yes on more than one amendment. On the, that, you can't be a conservative and vote for vote yes on a lot of the ballot measures. Um, and in particular, they have questions about Amendment Three, and that mm-hmm. they're you know it's constitutional. You're putting marijuana in the Constitution, yeah. but here's here's a point of clarification. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) Marsh, you see what Hannah brought into the studio here? (laughs) The voters put medical marijuana in the Constitution last cycle. So if you're going to change it, you got to change the Constitution again. Anyway, now we have... It's a fancy toothpick. I don't think I want to see this. (laughs) We should do this during the break so people have to tune in. You said you would do it if I found a toothpick. I I said I would do it. That looks like an injury. Uh, And can I say... (laughs) So back in the day, so Hannah, and this is funny because we talk about the, you know, generational differences, but, or, or was this a regional thing? But yeah, growing up in St. Louis, it was expected whenever you went trick-or-treating. And do your kids have to do that tonight? Let us know. Send us a text, 874-9390. But it was widely accepted. You had a joke, or we would call them stupid human tricks, just ripping off stuff from David Letterman. But you had to do something. You had to do a trick or give a treat in the way of a joke in order to get your bit of honey or your Reese's peanut butter cup. In your years as a child, you never had to do that. No. And you trick-or-treated JC? Yep. Hannah? I don't recall having to do that in Centralia. All right. Marsh? Yes, most definitely. Yeah? Is it a regional thing or is it an old guy thing? Probably that. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Biden. Do you mean both? Like old guy thing and a regional thing? Unity. Uh, I'm wondering, is that a regional thing, or is it just something from a bygone era? Because a lot of times, even the people at the door, they don't want to hear your joke or see your stupid human trick. I do. They've seen them all by that point. Get them in and out. Get it. It's like working at a restaurant. Burn and turn. Burn the food. Turn that table out. Get the next one in. It's the same thing when kids are trick-or-treating. So we're talking about trolls. Uh, did 
an entire city just troll its residents regarding cap the Capitol Avenue properties? I don't know that it's a troll. I think they're calling people's bluff. And so I think with the Capitol Avenue properties, and I'm I'm one of those people, I think they should be saved. I don't want them to be demolished. Um, and the city has said, you know, hey, it's going to be really, really expensive to rehab these properties. And people are like, but we want to save them. And the city's saying, but who's going to save them? And so the city actually put out a release um, uh, I think on Friday and said, hey, here is this agreement and you don't have much time. Um, and they put a form of this proposal guarantee agreement. You basically have to put money in escrow, sign this agreement that says you're interested, you're an interested party. And if, um, and they've listed the properties that are kind of available. Um, and there's different amounts ranging from five to almost $12,000 that then you would have to deposit with your interested party agreement. And if they get enough interest, they said they will put those properties out to bid. Um, but if they don't get any interest, those properties are coming down. And you only have November's until... November's the deadline, isn't it? Yeah, November 30th, which, I mean, I, that seems kind of... kind of Seeing as, John, they've been sitting there for how many years? 12 or more. Yeah, um, I mean, it, this has been an ongoing thing for a long time. I wish... They, yeah, the estimated cost to fix them up is just, according to the city, pretty astronomical. Yeah, 30 days seems like a little bit short for folks to, you know, think, okay, you know, I am interested and I have the money to do it. So why is it, is it, and I want to go back to some things, KOMU Channel 8 a couple of weeks ago, we're chatting with some uh, some folks regarding these Capitol Avenue buildings in Jefferson City. That everybody's going to want to save all of them, and that's okay too. We just need to make sure that we put forth the best effort of allowing people to save them if they want to. I think as much as possible, the building should be saved. The history of the street gives it a lot of character. You think about what's come before you. You see architectural details that you're not going to see anywhere else. So is it the, 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 the historical aspect, just, hey, it's old, uh, and the, the architects, we can't see this in any place else, we want to keep the architecture? Yeah, it has some meaning. I mean, you you look at that street. You, if you're if you're over down by the old MSP or down by the federal courthouse, and you look down, you see the Capitol, and just the uniqueness of the properties is something that you wouldn't see anywhere else. And so, you know, I do think, and I, and I brought this up before, I do think there's a middle ground here in that in the process of the demolition, you know, to make sure that they're well documented, which I think they are, all are. But are there p bits and pieces um, of the properties that could be salvaged that then, when we're doing new builds, could be re incorporated um, as a nod to the properties that were once there. And, and that might be a cheaper option, um, but I do hope, I think there are some that are in better condition than others, um, and I do hope some of them are saved, but you know, they, they, they list on, on, on the city's Facebook page, they have the escrow amount and the repair estimate um, and then the addresses and the agreement for anybody who's interested. In Jefferson City, you know, Stephanie can remember back. They've got kind of a checkered history with the city versus the historic crowd when the, the Loman House that the Salvation Army was in was torn down. And then the Sam B. Cook House that was sort of over in the, the near west side of Jefferson City came down. So this kind of reads to me like the city at least going through the motions and trying to do it by the numbers, albeit when you look at the numbers. Talk about over a million dollars for 
to rehab uh, the property at 429 East Capitol. But it's a little bit of like CYA, like the city yeah. saying, hey, you know, you show up every meeting and say you want history. Well, let's see, put your money where your mouth is. And either, you know, you show up with the money and tell us you're interested in rehabbing these things or find people who will um, or, we're, you know, they're coming down. And I think they're tired of hearing people just say, save the property for history with no investment. And buy, I think they're, they're... Buy the property. Buy the property. Yeah. I just save it. Buy the property. Yeah. So, I I mean, you know, it's going to come to a head. And I think the city then is, you know, covering themselves when they come down. They say, hey, we gave you a chance. Mm-hmm. You didn't come forward. And so we've got to move on here. Uh, all right. Uh, more importantly, we got some responses regarding trick or treat. Did you have to tell a joke or what? Is this a regional thing? We have some of those. And maybe we should uh, we should do a listener mailbag coming up like five minutes from now. Do some of the, the good trolling stuff that we've been getting. And some answers regarding do kids still have to trick or treat? And Hannah brought my uh, my trick as a, as a kid is I could put a toothpick in my mouth and make my nostril dance. Hannah's brought us one so maybe we can do this on camera coming up this is wake up mid missouri with brandon rathard letters i get letters all right we don't get any letters we get so many letters texts a whole bunch of letters facebook messages i'd even read mail from a cow occasionally we get uh, get an email too you can also hit us up twitter at stephanie s bell at rathard brandon and at producer underscore hannah Marsh is out there, too, I think, on the KWOS uh, one for Marsh, if you want to find him on uh, on Twitter. Uh, welcome to the show. Listener mailbag. Is there anything? Uh, there's a couple here. So Marsh and I got to wondering, and I didn't even uh, know this, but Stephanie Bell had asked. Uh, so you heard you heard talk that uh, in some areas of Missouri, it's kind of almost required that you tell uh, 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 a joke or do a trick to get your treat. And we got to wondering, is this a generational thing or is it uh, more of a geography thing? Because, Marsh, you did this, right? No, for sure. Yeah, and that's uh, what I did, too. Steve says, in Benton County, 40 years ago, trick-or-treat was more like low-key extortion. And the, if the house uh, didn't uh, get give a treat, they got tricked with toilet paper in the trees. Also, the older group was expected to drag an old outhouse into town and set it on fire. Uh, on Main Street. Hannah, isn't that what you guys used to do in Centralia, too? Uh, no. Okay. (laughs) Well, I should say I didn't do that. (laughs) Jean says she's old also, but she said the saying is trick-or-treat. It's not trick for a treat, which is a good point. I like a focus on grammar. All right. Ray, I'm 48. Grew up trick-or-treating in the Columbia Hallsville area. We never did tricks or jokes. Interesting. (laughs) Did you see John's text? (laughs) Yes, he screenshotted Brandon <laughs> with a toothpick on his <laughs> That is a picture I did not need to see today, John. <laughs> he said, Brandon, stop. <laughs> well, Hannah uh, found me. So it used to be you go trick-or-treating, you had a joke to tell, or you had to do a trick. Like uh, the other trick I did, I would take one of my dad's beer cans. I could stand on a beer can, uh, an empty beer can, uh, with one leg, lift the other leg up, balance on that empty beer can no yep i need to see this yeah uh and then real carefully you just barely tap the sides of the beer can and it will collapse and pull your fingers out by the way but yeah 
can I can I can see it. Uh, let's do it. Find me an empty beer can. And I actually have a case of beer at my desk. <laughs> you do. I've been wondering about that. Yeah, I do. And then the thing I did, uh, the stupid human trick I did to get uh, to get that bit to get of all me. the ladies. <laughs> hey, lady. I can't figure out why I'm <laughs> still this. I'm still single. <laughs> did you see what Rather did on the video feed on Wake Up Mid Missouri on YouTube? I so I could. So when the when I go trick or treat, people say, "Okay, what's your joke or your uh, trick?" And my joke was the chicken and the egg joke. Oh, seriously! I still love to be able to tell that joke here on the show. Yeah, I bet day. you would. Because uh, it's not it's not a bad joke. Yes, it is. That's why you want to tell it. Come on. No, I want to tell it because it's funny because where people's heads go. So the trick I would do is I could take a toothpick. I don't even know how <laughs> this ever came to be. I could take a toothpick and and put it <laughs> put it in my mouth and put it in my And impale yourself. Free nose piercing. Ugh. <laughs> you cheated. Right, a little bit. <laughs> I can make my nose dash by putting the tooth. <laughs> Good Lord. How bored did you have to be to discover this trick? I told you we were poor growing up, man. <laughs> when you're poor. He was so poor he had to borrow the toothpick. <laughs> and it was used. Uh. <laughs> which end went up the nose and which one went in the mouth? Then you always got to mark it. But when you're poor, you have to find ways to entertain yourself. Like my brother... We'd put him in the dryer and turn it on because that's just what you did. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Oh, I did see my son had my daughter in a laundry basket dangling her over the (laughs) stairs. And I was like, no, please. But we've all done that. Kick her down the stairs. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe not.